This is the road of 10K, uh, 10,000, where we try to get to every, watch every movie, basically, and hopefully get to 10,000 at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my name's Richard. I'm Adonis. And, uh, yeah, we're going to finish up 2013. Uh, about a month ago, we recorded uh, uh, 20, the first half of 2013, and uh, now we're going to finish it up. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we can start. Um, I think we ended on Despicable Me too. So uh, let's let's just let's just go right for it. Let's uh, do it. Let's do it. Uh, Despicable Me too. Have you seen this one? Yeah. Okay, I have not. Okay, this is actually the only other one I've seen besides the first one. Um, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Illumination. I think I've said this before, but Despicable Me—they don't always hit the mark. No, they don't. And more often than not, they just—they just don't with me. Like Despicable Me is probably the only one I really liked. I didn't like any of their Doctor Seuss. N- no, that's not true. I liked Horton Hears a Who. Okay. Um, but I didn't like the Lorax or the New Grinch. Uh, I didn't like Secret Life of Pets. Um, me neither, dude. Not like yeah. that. I don't remember liking Despicable Me two all that much, and I haven't seen Minions or the third one because. After this yeah. movie, too, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm in you This is, I'm getting off of this train before it derails. Have you seen the second one, Donna? Uh, I think I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the first one? I like the first one, yeah. I think the first one. You pretty... know what's funny? I actually watched The Lorax yesterday. You did. I, I, I watched her. I came, I walked in on her watch. Yeah. The only reason she was watching it, I guarantee you, is because it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, that was part of it. And also. I don't know, they had just uploaded it to Netflix and I hadn't watched it in a long time. I remembered liking it. I didn't like it as much mm-hmm. watching it last night, but... Apparently, it's becoming like a cult classic. Like, it's it's one of those movies the internet grabs a hold of. Yeah, there's like there's a secret like, underground fandom for it or something. So weird. Yeah, 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 right? Of all the movies. But, yeah. Alright, moving on. White House Down. Um... Yeah, dude, what do we say about this movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, this movie came out the same year as um, Olympus Olympus Has Fallen, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That was super weird. Yeah. That was super, super weird. I saw this in theaters. Oh, you saw this one in theaters? Yeah, I just, as a night out, um, got Actually, some Sonic, and we were like, what else do we want to do? This movie's out. Let's go watch this movie. Okay. Yeah. okay. And that was it. That was it. Like... Uh, hardly watched it because um, it's so not okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's your typical super awesome CIA dude kicks ass. Or yeah, it's it's a spy, yeah. not spy, but like an action thriller. Channing Tatum is hot in it, but uh, hey, you keep that COVID out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I was coughing too. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Fox is good in it too. Oh yeah, he's the president. Yeah. He's the motherfucking president. Which is, I mean, one movie has Jamie Foxx, the other has Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, it's, he's not even the president. It's Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, but th- he becomes, like, acting. Yeah. He was, he's the actual president. Yeah. Movie. The only one people really care about. No. And, and let's be honest, if Morgan Freeman was ever advisor to president, he's the president. Yeah. There, right? There, there's no way there's he's not like, the country. Like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Ooh, here's a here's an interesting one, The Lone Ranger. Oh God, um, this is Army, yeah. ha- Army Hammer's last movie, right? I'm kidding, I don't think it was, but definitely the last time I heard anyone mention the name Army Hammer. Yeah, right. For a bit. Um, dude, there there's a I I think there's another cult following happening with this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There's def- this and uh, like John Carter, 
Oh, this movie is... John Carter. Uh, dude, I, I've seen that movie about a billion times because we just had on DVD and... That that movie ends and then there's 20 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh my God. And then you're like, wait, what? It's so long. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. It's, oh, God. Like, it's based off a book, too, that's not even 200 pages, man. Yeah. Um, I'll say I liked it more than this one, though, to be honest. It's more entertaining. Well, yeah. okay. So, I was going to say, there are parts about the Lone Ranger that are good. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny Depp. Oh, <laughs> Johnny yeah, Depp yeah. is really good in this. Um, and the weird physical prop action comedy going on. Mm-hmm. It it works on some level. I think it does. I think there's something there. I think you get um, you cut this movie down like 30 minutes. Yeah, because what was it, two and a half hours? Yeah, you cut this movie down 30 minutes, and you 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 cut some, you make it a more simple story, and you tell a faster story. This movie's probably not that bad, mm-hmm. but oof, not a solid one. No. Yeah, I'm, I can see what you're saying. If if it did there's have a shorter there. runtime, there is something there, but there's definitely stuff there, and that's why I can see. I can understand why there's a cult following for it because there's stuff to appreciate. I just don't think it was enough for me to appreciate it. There's just enough to not like about it. Yeah. To make you not care about it. So, um, yeah, moving on. The Heat. Oh, this is Paul Sandra Fee, Bullock, yeah. Um, Sandra Bullock, um, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of this. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen this one. Um, I think we talked about before how Paul Fee just kind of doesn't do it for me. I think Bridesmaids. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. This one... This one's funny. Like, The yeah. Heat is a really funny movie. Sandra Bullock and Miss McCarthy work well together. That That's that's what I got. I was like, what an interesting pairing, but it kind of works. Yeah. Yeah, it really kind of works. Yeah. Um, I would like to see her in Julie Roberts, too. Oh, yeah. That'd be interesting. That would um, be interesting. But I like Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. I think they... Both the, as those uh, characters, they, they worked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... I haven't seen it um, all the way through, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember thinking it was okay. I've only seen it once. Because, like I said, Paul Feig just... He, it's not not my particular cup of tea. So what know. was it for you? Um, like, Spy is the only one you like? Uh, Bridesmaids and Spy are the only two that I like. Okay. Yeah. No, I yeah, mean, I mean, I haven't seen Spy. I haven't seen many... I have seen Bridesmaids. Because uh, after that, he only did... He did The Heat. He did Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters is not good. No, no. I don't know if that's his fault, but he definitely did not make it better. No. Uh, <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Um, About Time, have you seen this? No. So I'm this is a... I haven't seen it, um, but this is a time travel romance movie, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I... I haven't seen it, but people say it's really good. Really? Um, like, every now and then it comes up on a podcast I listen to, and, like, this one guy in particular swears by it. Like, it's supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be haha funny, you know, but then it gets, like, serious, and it's there's, like, really, really emotional moments in it. Hmm. And it actually hits like hard moments, so I've been I'm been wanting to check it out. Whenever I find it on a streaming service, I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to Killing Season. So uh, John Travolta, Robert De Niro. I haven't even heard of this one. 
They this was a pair. This was a pairing, and apparently it was terrible. Hmm. Um, now I I don't even know what it's about. Um, but I mean that is such a weird pairing, De Niro and Travolta. I mean, De Niro's fucking desperate. <laughs> oh my god. De Niro was like desperate to make movies in the two thousands and the last twenty years. He's been desperate just to make anything. Yeah, I feel like he just. I feel like he's just made whatever. I think I feel like he's just agreed to whatever, you know. Yeah, like, like it's like, oh, you'll have me in the. Okay, I'll be in it. Yeah, you know, you know, like, oh, there's some amount of acting. In, okay, I'll do something. Yeah, I'll do whatever. Um, like, cause he's just trying to stay out there, I guess. Um, because I feel like the world has forgotten about him, for the most part. Honestly, yeah. like, how often do you do you hear people go De Niro, man? Yeah, like, right. Like, especially I mean nowadays. Like, yeah. I mean De Niro was the shit back then. Like, I watched the kill the Mean Streets, man. Mm-hmm. Mean Streets is, like, an okay movie, but for his, like, breakout role, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, he's so good at it. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Killing Season, and I uh, don't know if I want to. Yeah. Probably won't make my top ten. Uh, Pacific Rim. Here we oh, go. So, do yeah. you still have your top ten pulled up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got it right here. So, what do you got so far? So far, I have Fruitvale Station, Oblivion, The Great Gatsby, The Purge, and This Is The End, with a couple of uh, maybes in there, depending on how far we get in there. I have Fruitvale, Star Trek Into Darkness, Oblivion, Blue Blue Ruin, This Is The End, and The Conjuring so far, so that's six. Nice. Into Darkness and The Conjuring are both maybes for me. Dope. Awesome. Um, Moving on. Oh, so yeah, Pacific Rim. Um, yeah, Del Toro's um, monster movie, yeah. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what he was thinking here. Uh, <laughs> honestly, like uh, it just seems super. I don't know. Something about this movie didn't quite hit for me. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, like it's it's all the pieces are there, yeah. but. Something, there's another piece that isn't there. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Charlie Hunnam is whatever. Charlie Day is so misplaced in this movie. Isn't he, though? Yeah. It's just, I don't think he deserves to be in this movie. Like, what a weird casting choice. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and he's in the second one, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my biggest thing with this movie, is, it's the same thing with the, the 2014 Godzilla. I just think that there's so much... Uh, time spent on like the human characters and i mean this one's a little a little different right because like the human characters are also in the mech suits so like you got to kind of get to know them yeah but it's just like no i can agree with you i, I, I can't even genuinely remember it still has a godzilla problem yeah like I, I can't even genuinely remember what the characters like besides their their need to save the world what their personal motives were and that's the same thing with godzilla like i know aaron taylor johnson was in it and it was something to do with, like, his wife or his sister. I think it was his wife, because I remember thinking it was weird, because Elizabeth Olsen is his wife, isn't she? Yeah. And and then she goes on to play his sister in, yeah. in the Marvel movies. So, but yeah, like, besides that, I don't remember what his his whole thing was, and I don't remember what Idris Elba or Charlie Hunnam or Charlie Day's thing was, besides, let's get in these mech suits and fight, fight these monsters. Yeah, dude, and, like, it's so subpar. Yeah. But, um... The monster fights are good. Oh, yeah. They're like, pretty cool. Just like Godzilla. The Godzilla parts are good. Mm-hmm. The Godzilla parts are really good. Oh, yeah. Um, 
But uh, the the Pacific Rim, um, which was what it was originally called, then Justin Timberlake came in and said, "Drop the the." Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> uh, but no, Pacific Rim. It's it's an okay movie. Um, the the fights you could probably I'd probably recommend you watch it, the fights on YouTube or something. Yeah, it's this... probably not worth watching the entire movie for because it has a dissatisfying ending, mm-hmm. which is. It's already a weak ending, but then it's totally undone by the second one. Because right, it's like, yeah. oh, look, they're still coming back. You know, right. they found a different way. Right. And it's like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, continuing. The World's End. Uh, oh, yeah. So, this is a um, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg movie. Mm-hmm. They are, um, this is the third in the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Uh, this is the one that most people kind of like pass on. Yeah, they consider this one the weakest. And yeah. I, I mean, it is. It probably is. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but man, like after you get what comes, what came first after you make Shaun of the Dead, like you got something, you got some way to like. How do you go from that? Right. And you know where do you go from there? You know. Right. And then the guy, the motherfucker, comes out with. Uh, Hot fuzz. Hot fuzz, and you're yeah. like, shit, dude, this guy, <laughs> this guy might have it. Like, then uh, I guess the world ends come out, and it's like, eh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so I mean, I have seen it, and it, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's it's really funny and really good. But like, it's definitely the weakest of the three. And like, like you said, seeing Shauna, then seeing Hot Fuzz, and then seeing this one, like, it's it's not a great follow up. Even the story isn't as inventive as you would expect uh-huh. an Edgar Wright movie to be. Well, the, yeah, and like. The things about, like, I, I might have mentioned this before, but they, they teach, like, uh, Shaun of the Dead. The Shaun of the Dead is such a, like, a technically, like, mm-hmm. textbook-made film um, that they teach it in film classes. Right. They, t- they, they take scenes from that movie, the movie, like, multiple scenes from the movie, and, like, teach it. Because right. it's, like, it follows, like, film theory perfectly. Right. Like, to a T. But it still has his flair on it, right? Um, and it, and yeah, it's Edgar Wright is brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah. is what I'm is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, and to to make something that like m- masterpiece like I I want I don't want to say it's a masterpiece, but Shaun of the Dead is so fucking good. Yeah. Like it's so good. Like it, to say it's a masterpiece is a little weird because it's. It, it, I find it weird. I find it hard to call comedies masterpieces. I see what you mean. Yeah, because it's like because they don't they don't really um, try to talk about a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead kind of does, and so does Hot Fuzz, but it's still not that big of a message, you know. Right. And there's not even a message there at the set, at the end of the day, really. There's well, there is, but it's not like you know the society. Right, um, they're, they're not like big thought pieces. Thank you, thank like you, that. thank yeah. you, thank you for bailing me out there. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. They're not exactly thought pieces. Um, and to follow it up with Hot Fuzz is pretty much pretty incredible. And mm-hmm. I'm sure if this movie came out without those three, I know this would probably be a solid movie. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's got an 81 Metacritic score. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for reference, The Big Sick had the same score. Yeah. So I mean, it's still generally considered a good movie. I think that's had maybe had an eighty six, but um, I don't know who cares. Um, but yeah, Turbo, Turbo is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And PLG, 
Paul Giamatti, Maya Rudolph, and Samuel L. Jackson. This is DreamWorks, right? Or is this Disney? DreamWorks. DreamWorks. DreamWorks, yeah. DreamWorks Turbo. I remember this movie. Not much, I have not seen it. Um, I heard it was okay. It's kind of like their their cars, almost. Oh, yeah? It's like a racing movie, yeah. Okay. It's, uh, uh, I don't remember how at all, but the snail gets, like, super speed. Uh, and so he becomes, like, the fastest snail on the planet. And so he, he enters, like, the Fortune 500 or something. And he... As you do. You're right. Yes. <laughs> and he ra- That's a snail. He races... <laughs> yeah, right? He gets, like, a, a team of sponsors. Um, I'm a little upset that the cast does not mention that Snoop Dogg is in this movie. <laughs> really? What? Because Snoop Dogg is in this movie as one of his uh, is he a, team members. Oh, my God. Is he a stoner? He's a snail, but he's definitely, like, a stoner okay. snail. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Stoner snail. Okay. Yeah. It has to be, right? Right. Um... Oh, there's some other people in this movie. I can't remember. Like I said, it's been a while since I've seen this movie. But, yeah, but that's basically it. He enters the five, the Not the Fortune. The Indy 500. Okay. Uh, and he... Yeah, I watched... He, he races. That's pretty much it, you know? Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. God, I want to watch this. Uh, <laughs> is Ryan Reynolds funny? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... Okay. Yeah, he's Ryan Reynolds. He's got... He has to be, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Frozen Ground. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen it. I just figured you might because it's uh, Nicolas Cage, your boy. Oh, it, it it's very weird how many Nicolas Cage movies I've actually seen. I was actually thinking about the other day, and I was like, oh man, there's a lot of Nicolas Cage movies in my house. Yeah. And uh, funnily enough, I don't remember like buying most of them. <laughs> You're like, wow, they just showed up. They're here. just here. How do I? Why do I have? Oh, what's that? What's that one? Um, he's in a Taken ripoff. Not not a uh, not Snitch. That's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Stolen. He's in this movie called Stolen. You're right, he yeah. is! <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot. Yeah. I erased that from my memory. I think most people did, but that's okay. Um, the Frozen Ground uh, is bad, but it's Nicolas Cage bad, as usual. Okay. Uh, Vanessa Hodgins <sighs> is in it, too. John Cusack, I'm seeing. Oh, yeah. Dean Norris, you got um, Hank in there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I don't really remember much about this movie, but I know that I have it on DVD and that I've seen it. I probably haven't seen it since it came out, though, so I'd have to watch it again. Alright, uh, The Grown Ups 2. Ooh. Mm. Really hor. So, um, The Frozen Ground has better ratings than The Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 2. Yeah. Look at that's, um, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, but for, I mean, for good reason. This one's not good at all. Oh, really? It's, yeah. it's that bad? I mean, even the first one, I know a lot of people actually really like the first Grown Ups and it's considered to be on like the good side of Adam Sandler movies maybe like just right before you get to the bad side but oh man sorry I found the next movie we're well, gonna that's talk about top 10 for sure um, <laughs> you're right um, so uh, yeah I guess Grown Ups 2 Grown Ups yeah. made uh, Grown Ups 2 made 133 million dollars though yeah, no, a lot of people went to see it. Like that's it, insane. It wasn't a box office bomb by any means. That that's just wild to me. Like, it's yeah. uh, how do you make? Th- <laughs> I mean, I mean, Turbo made eighty three million, and that's a kids movie. Right. Kids movies always rule. Yeah, like always. That's just like printing cash, man. Yeah. Like, cause you you get like the nice visuals. The kids want to go see it. The, the the parents are like, oh my god, let's take them to see the kids right. movie. And, Oh my god, kids movies make money. 
and Grown Ups still made $133 million. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's an R-rated, a PG-13 movie. I didn't even see it. Uh, I mean, I didn't see it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Wow. Um, the next one we have on here. Sharknado. <sighs> <laughs> what a legendary movie. Right? <laughs> so, um, I had, it's up until, up until it. now, I had not <laughs> included TV movies in here. In, in these lists. Um, so now I have. I mean, but you you gotta include. And this I'm glad one. I glad I did because uh, we have to talk about Sharknado. Oh yeah. Also, I have not seen it. No, I have not. This is the only one I've seen. I haven't seen the sequels, but I mean, even without seeing it, like like I wish it would show how much it made. I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure Sharknado it wasn't, it doesn't make. Well, how much do they make? Did they make money? What do you like, mean? Well, because it was a TV movie. It didn't have a theatrical release. Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, I'm sure the... I'm sure, like, the cast and crew would still get, like, a profit off of it. I'm sure I'm sure the TV... The TV... Like, the oh, yeah. network gave them money beforehand, but, like... And I'm sure Sci-Fi... Because uh, that's that's the channel they all aired on. I'm sure they made, like, a lot of money because of, like, ratings. Like, people go... Does, like, people just does that... It. Does ratings turn into money? I... I know nothing about, like, TV, but I, I know well, that... Well, I guess a, that would mean more people are watching advert... Yeah, because, like, the more people watch a YouTube video, the more ad- people are watching the adverts, which means more right. money you're making, so... Okay. I'm, I'm assuming that's how they make money, because I know, like, like people always talk about, like, how many people watch The Walking Dead, and yeah. why that's so important. Like, I think even though the show has sort of fallen off, it still makes, like... It still gets, like, a it's, ton Well, it's of resurging. Ratings. Yeah. It's still resur- it's resurging now because like it's actually kind of picked up a claw. I'm I'm still watching it. Yeah, even in I've, a slow period, it had like a ton so of viewers. I okay to to understand the power of The Walking Dead. It's not a good show. <laughs> it, it's not. I mean, I think it's a good show. I think for the average viewer, it's not. Right. But for me, I think it's actually a really good show. Um, it I understand why people stop thinking it was great. I know. I know what happened. It became a drama. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't about the survival really anymore. It became a drama. Um, and it became all my kind of Game of Thrones. And it became really slow. Um, and that, But it paid off for me. The, th- the payoffs were enough for me. Um, but anyways. Uh, I watched it on Netflix every season it came out. Then I watched it week to week on season six when people stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, that's kind of the power that the that the fans have for The Walking Dead. When you're a Walking Dead fan, man, like, you, I mean, I guess the, there's a lot of lifers in the... And that's how it's still staying alive. Like, yeah, it doesn't have, like, the mainstream anymore, but it's still up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like you said. So, I mean, I'm still watching it week to week. I'm, oh, my God, right now it fucking sucks. We're on the last <laughs> season. This last season, we're on the last episode, and they've delayed it because of COVID. Oh yeah, that's they right. They still haven't released it, but um, De- Jeffrey Dean Morgan said it's gonna uh, work out for us, maybe, because uh, the, the episode might be longer mm-hmm. and uh, better. But I don't know, man. Uh, I still want those freaking uh, Rick movies, man. I want Rick back. Oh yeah, I heard about those. They keep saying they're gonna make them. I keep saying that. <laughs> I will believe when I fucking see it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Moving on from Sharknado to Pokemon the movie. 
Nope, not, not the, the original. All the Wolverines. So oh. this is not the first Wolverine movie, Origins. This is the next one. Right, which is way better. Like, Yeah, and then there's one after this, right? Yeah, there's Logan. Oh, uh, okay. No, I thought there was one before that. But yeah, you're right. That is right. Okay, yeah, so the Wolverine was the last one before Logan. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, this is, um... I haven't seen this one, actually. So, oh, really? I, I don't know why I haven't seen this one. I really like this one. Yeah? I, I, yeah, I genuinely enjoy it. It's a, it's a good one. Um, <clears throat> obviously not on the same level as Logan. Uh-huh. I feel like that one really raised the ball. No, that one was... Poof. Yeah. That one's a contender for best decade. Mm-hmm. That for one's, sure. That one's, like, super good. Oh, yeah. With this... I mean, this one's really, really good, too. Uh, James Mangold, he actually directed both. He did? Yeah. Um... And yeah, dude, I think it worked. I think it paid off because mm. I think since he had that time to work with that character over five years after that. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah, he had. Because I don't think that storyline's based off of any comic. No, not really. I mean, it's got like traces of like Old Man Logan and sure, like, yeah, uh, traces of other X Men stories, but like for for the most part, is, it's is this like one based story. off of any of them? It's not based off one, but it has. That's so weird when they choose to base it off of one and not. It's uh, yeah, it's got characters from yeah uh, from like the from like certain storylines, but it kind of like takes them and like mashes them enough to make it like something completely different. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have to check this one out. Um, yeah, I like Logan. Uh, I like James Mangold. Um, I like his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, moving on to <laughs> believe it or not, another um, Marvel movie. Um, R.I.P.D. I didn't see this one. Yeah, this is um, Rest in Peace Department. This is, uh, oof. This one got terrible ratings. And I was actually kind of wanting to see it because I saw Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges and Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, uh, I'm down. And uh, apparently atrocious. So, wow. Ryan Reynolds had Turbo and this movie come out within, like, the same month of each other. Interesting. Uh... Interesting. Uh, moving on. Well, did you see R.I.P.D.? No, I wanted I to, too. Um, I did have the game. Yeah? Yeah, which is not good, but most movie tie-in games are not. So. No, they're not. Um, moving on to Escape Plan. No, I didn't see this one, but I did hear... I have heard of it. This was the big Stallone-Schwarzenegger yeah, duo was. movie. Yeah. yeah, it was. I should... This movie has me written all over it, and I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see it though. I really do. Oh, it's got Vincent D'Onofrio in it. Yep, Fifty okay. Cent in it. Now I gotta watch it. Oh, I didn't even see. This. That's such a weird, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie's got me on it too. Like, I love, I love Stallone. I love Schwarzenegger. I love '80s action movies. And and 2013 especially, right? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love seeing '80s action movies in 2013. Yeah, it's always fun. Like, cause '80s action movie like. You say that, but like that's like that's a genre now. Like oh yeah, eighties yeah, like, action movie is a genre. Right, and you know, like even though it's not in the eighties anymore, that's still it's still those movies still come out, man. Oh for sure. Like I mean, that stolen movie, man. Yeah. Like that guarantee that's that's an eighties action movie for sure. Um, uh, Red Two. Um, I haven't seen this one. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen no, it. Me neither. Uh, yeah, I'm, I doubt they'd make uh, our top ten. Moving on. Oh, Teen Beach movie. Oh, my God. You got anything to say for this movie? Never seen it. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's one of those Disney movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. I think so. All right, well, 
If I have an itch, I have Disney Plus. But oh, we just talked about this in the last. Oh, episode. the wind rises. Yeah, the wind rises. Yeah, you know what? I'll put this in my top ten. Um, for now, and I'm something else might beat it out, but I still gotta watch it. Uh, it's uh, yeah, we talked about this while you were here. Um, do you have anything to say about that movie? The Wind Rises. Wind Rises. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's definitely worth watching. It's really. Su- I mean, the ending's like bittersweet. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I said, uh, I was telling him, I feel like it's a lot like, um, it's about Miyazaki. You know, the same way he wanted to just create beautiful airplanes, whether or not he could be in them or fly them. He wanted to make something beautiful. Right. And he wanted it to be an airplane. And I felt like that was Miyazaki saying, oh, whether or not they're good, whether or not I can be in them, uh... I want to make beautiful fucking movies, and mm-hmm. God knows he succeeded in that. Uh, those movies will live forever. So, yeah. Um, when rises, uh, I think we talked about it last week enough. Uh, super good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I really like that movie. Uh, moving on, uh, Blue Jasmine, a Woody Allen movie with Kate Blanchett, got her the Oscar, hmm. um, which is why I watched it. Um, I thought, uh, I didn't really understand it. It's a character study. It's a, so, it's, there's a lot of uh, typical Woody Allen stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's really short, but, uh, I don't remember a lot of what happens in it, but the acting in it, from what I can remember with my adult brain now, is really good. (laughs) Um, I thought it was really good. I didn't think it. I thought it was really boring as a, you know, child trying yeah. to understand what the hell was going on. But I, don't know, I was too young to watch it and understand it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Alan Partridge. Have you heard of this? No. This is a uh, Steve Coogan is a dumb per, per, <laughs> detective. I think. Hmm. Um, no, I haven't seen it, but I've wanted to check it out. Uh, paranormal activity. Uh, um. Moving on. Snowpiercer. Oh, here we oh, go. Oh, yeah. This is this on my is top, top ten, ten. For sure, dude. This is on my top ten. Nothing's gonna beat this boy out. Man, have you seen the show? No. I Man, that show is like... They're, they're... Dude, that... TNT believed in that show. Thought everyone was gonna watch it. They still believe in it. They're like... They're like... They're putting articles out like, well, is there going to be a season two of Snowpiercer? Like, everywhere on the internet I've seen it. Really? Everywhere. They're like, season two of Snowpiercer, here it comes. And I'm like, who the fuck cares about this show, man? I don't want anyone talking about this show. Not a single person. TNT's such a weird... First of all, cable television at all was a weird choice for a Snowpiercer show. Yeah. That definitely. If you were going to make a show, this should have been on, like, HBO. Yeah, HBO or Netflix or something. But I feel like that's what killed it immediately. But, yeah, I haven't heard a single person talk about the show, and I was not interested when I heard about it being on TNT. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I probably will never check it out. But Captain America is on a, is on a, uh, on a train, um, and, uh, yeah, Par- if you like Parasite, you'll like this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. even though the two movies are really not the same in any way, uh, as set from the society themes, mm-hmm. um, it's got Bong Joon-ho written all over it. Yeah. And if you liked 
Parasite in the slightest, this movie's for you. Yeah. Um, it's a little gra- more. It's way more graphic than. Um, than Parasite. Than for Parasite, sure. and Parasite got a little graphic at some points, but mm-hmm. um, no, it's way more. Gra- this movie's way more graphic, but super good. Yeah. Um, super super good. Um, it's also an American cast, so don't gotta worry about um that. Oh, two guns. We brought this up last um. Oh yeah, yeah. Last episode, uh, last week, I think. Uh, I have not seen this. Have you seen this? No, but this is another one of those movies I got on DVD. Yeah, this is another one I should watch because I'll watch anything with Denzel Washington and I'll watch anything with Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just now seeing it's got Bill Paxton in it, so I, I love Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paula Patton, she's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it, though. I doubt it's top ten, though. Uh, moving on. Oh, we're the Millers. Oh, why I didn't see that. Uh, no, I haven't. I want to though. That's a that's another one with like a sort of cult following. It's not a bad movie. Uh, yeah, people. Uh, I got the impression we were like people were like this movie is actually really funny. It is. It is pretty funny, and it's actually got like quite a bit of heart to it too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I love Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, I I lo- I've seen um, outtakes where they. Apparently she's supposed to like she's driving or something and singing a song, mm-hmm. right? And at one point the crew fuck with her and put the friend song on her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that. <laughs> I've only I've seen that from the movie, but mm. no, I haven't seen this. But I've I've always wanted to check it out because I love Jennifer Aniston. Oh yeah, and uh, Jason Sudeikis is really good in this too. No, he's he's always funny. Yeah, man. it's also got that kid from um, uh, like the Maze Runner series. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always forget his name, but God, that kid always blends in. Yeah, right? Doesn't he? I, I call him. What's like, he doing nowadays? Let's check him out. What's his name? Let's, let's 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 look up his name and then check his name. It's not Ed Helms. He's in this movie. Will, Will Poulter. Poulter. Yeah, he was in The Revenant, and he's really yes. fucking good in The Revenant. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, Detroit. Um, oh, he was in. I forgot about that. He was in the third Narnia movie. Oh. Um, the score, which is, hmm, oh, interesting. I don't, I thought this might have been a uh, remake of that Frank Oz movie, which I did not like, but people seem to like. Oh, he did Black Mirror. Um, he did a Black Mirror episode. He was um, in Midsummer. Oh, yeah, he was Bandersnatch. That's right. Yeah, he was in Midsummer. Hmm, that's right. Um. Okay, so he's still doing things. Yeah, every once in a while he he comes back in. Yeah, wow, he he's been busy though. He did three, um, Revenant, Detroit. Dude's got a name for himself, actually. Oh yeah, that's crazy. He's getting into bigger movies. At the same time, though, like no one even like I, I mean, I, we I, forgot his name. Obviously, yeah, I can say Will Poulter, and you go who? Yeah, but no, for sure. Um, if you haven't seen the Revenant, he's phenomenal in it. Yeah, like. There is that movie's full of full of great performances and he he almost steals it. Oh yeah. Like he's so like sneaky good in it. Mm-hmm. But Tom Hardy super good in it too. Um yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh Lee Daniels the Butler. You, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen this one. Okay. There was a huge um there was a huge civil or not civil, um, there was a huge lawsuit over this cuz like there's another movie called The Butler. Yeah. And like there's a huge like thing that went down like it took a month for them to they delayed releasing this movie because of it yeah um but no i haven't seen this movie is it any good it is like really good i love okay. forrest whitaker okay no i do too yeah um 
I see Oprah Winfrey's also in it. Jay oh, yeah. Fonda, John Cusack. Mm-hmm. God, I made a lot of money, apparently. $100, oh, yeah. $100 million. That's crazy. I'm, again, beating out a kid's movie um, in the same weekend, Planes. Oh, yeah. And that's a Disney kid's movie, too. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if it's bad enough, I guess they won't take them to see it. Because that movie... They made a second one, too. But it wasn't called Planes 2. It was called, like... Planes Rescue or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, like... It was specific for, toward, like... Like emergency planes or something like that? Like, uh... Yeah, like dumping, like, water on fire and mm-hmm, shit like that. Yeah. God. I remember seeing that trailer 50,000 times. <laughs> right? I hated that. <laughs> oh, I was so glad that... I'm, I'm so glad that movie's gone and dead to the world now. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That movie was... I don't know why. I was mad every time that came on the screen. But, uh... <laughs> uh... Yeah, so, yeah, is the butler... Uh, tell me tell me a bit about the butler. Okay, so, um... It's basically this this butler who has served, like, eight or nine different presidents. And it's basically his perspective of how America is changing and what he thinks of, like, these these people in office. Okay. So it's kind of like... The, okay, you're winning me? It's 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 really cool. It's, it's like the, the servant's perspective of the White House. And uh, like, what times? Um, oh my god, dude. It's like... Let's see. It's His tenure like, as a butler at the White House, the Civil Rights Movement, the Vietnam, and other major events affect the man's life, family, and American society. Yeah. So, a lo- like a long time. Like, it's... it's. Um, I mean, nine presidents is yeah. almost 40 years. Yeah, it's 36 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And it like it does it does affect his uh, his life because he's 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 like I'd imagine he has a family. Yeah, and it's it's like a but to be the butler in the White House, you probably don't get to see your family a lot. <laughs> no, and it's also the fact that he's he's black, you know. So like, oh yeah, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, so he's treated like like shit by a lot of these presidents and like a lot of the rich people. Damn, in the White bad. House, and he 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 always. Like he, but he has to be loyal to them. He's their butler, oh, yeah. and then like he'll see things like the civil rights movement or uh, America's involvement in Vietnam, and he's like, "We really shouldn't be doing this." But I mean, like, what can what can he do? What can he say? Mm-hmm. Like nothing, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very gripping, like dramatic story. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I saw it probably a little too young, so I definitely need to watch it again. But I even back then, I really really liked it. All right, I'll, I gotta give it a look. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll give that a check out. Um, also beat out. Elysium, um, Neil Blomkamp's a big like movie back after because he made District Nine and everyone was like, "What's he making next? Come on, what what you doing next?" Right. And he comes out with this movie and everyone was like, Ugh. We'll "You know, watch District Nine again." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's got Charles Copley in it. He's a fucking psychopath in this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Matt Damon. I want to see the version of this movie that had um, that had Eminem in it. There was a version of this movie with Eminem. That he was he was training for this movie. Are you serious? Yeah, he he agreed to do the movie, but um he was even training for it. Um, he was like, "I'll do it if we do it in Detroit," and they didn't. He Neil Blomkamp wouldn't do it. Really? I was like, "What the fuck? Why not? What why, why what about where is he living now? Why why not? Like oh my god, like, that would have been such an interesting. I would have seen oh. that movie like." Yeah. Uh, who kn- it might have been worse than this, but I would have rather seen that movie. It might have been really good. I mean, because Eminem has proven he can act. I mean, Eight Mile I, is. I think he can. I uh, maybe. Okay, well, he's proven that he can get behind a camera or get in front he, of a camera. Yeah. And 
He can do the bare minimum. Yeah, I think um, I think he's proven that he can be taught, and I think Neil Blomkamp could have taught him for something like this. I mean, like he like you said, he was already training for it, so he seems to be in the right mind state for it. But yeah, so I don't know. I think I mean I would I if if it was worse, who cares? But like, I would it, have rather seen that movie than this one because this one's so boring. <laughs> yeah, right. Like at least the Eminem one would even worse still have like something to talk about right like we'd yeah. be like hey remember that one time Eminem was in like a Neil Blomkamp movie you want to watch that movie like he's in that movie like, <laughs> yeah. like honestly I'd, people will probably watch it again too yeah. like I have not watched this since I've seen it just imagine the just the, the ripping soundtrack just the, I know, the song right? he, he'd make for it oh god he would bring so much energy to that character <laughs> cause that god I don't remember anything about that character actually I and anything about that movie I, I cause after I watched it once I was like done don't mm-hmm. need to see that again. Um, Percy Jackson 2. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Mortal Mortal Instruments, City of Bones. So, damn, this was supposed to be the next uh, Twilight. Yeah. This next was supposed week. to take yeah, over after. This has Lily Collins in it. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I saw this. It was bad. I read the books, too. Really? Yeah. The books are good, though, right? Well, okay, so yeah, I read, like, the first four or five books after that they started getting pretty ridiculous mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i stopped reading them but yeah no they completely changed the ending in the movie really mm-hmm. what was in the book yeah two hours and ten minutes man <sighs> that's long there there's a word we got to come up with a word for these like these books that based off of these movies based off of books that are aimed at like teenagers yeah it's like a dystopian like young adult dystopian okay okay because yeah. that there are so many of those oh like yeah. maze runner this movie uh the what's the last one that um last year they came out with the the cities on wheels um, um oh mortal mortal, no, mortal engines mortal engines yeah not mortal is, is that a is that a same thing i don't think so okay that yeah, yeah. like like so many like yeah. so, like even Harry Potter is a little bit like that yeah without the dystopian part but mm-hmm. like Harry Potter was good though yeah um, there's apparently one coming out next year with Tom Holland in it about this world where like women have died off because isn't of that with Daisy Ridley yes that yeah. one's been like talked about for ages it's now. been in like production hell for like five six years so yeah, I don't dude. know when it's coming out but yeah cause that I first read about cause as soon as I watched um uh, homecoming. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I gotta figure out everything this man is gonna be in. <laughs> yeah. So I saw that he's gonna be in a movie with Daisy Ridley. I was like, oh, yes, 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 yes. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, right? But uh, he's also supposed to be in Uncharted whenever that comes out. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. supposed to be Nathan Drake, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's so weird. Right? Oh man. Um, uh, Kick Ass Two. I haven't seen this one. I have. It's not as good as the first one, but it is pretty good. Isn't um that guy in American Animals in this too? Evan Peters, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. right. He was in that one. That's that's where I'll, that's also where I recognized him from. Yeah, um, well, he was in the first one too, but yeah. he didn't have a big part at all. Like he was in it for like a couple scenes. Yeah, he's got a bigger part in this one. Isn't he one of the heroes in this one? Yeah. Okay. The, there's a point in this movie where like everyone becomes a superhero uh, okay, and it wonderful. starts to get ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, better than the first one? No, not. Okay, but, probably. Uh, Jim Carrey's in it. I'm yeah. just saying that. He wow, actually, that's crazy. He actually... Uh, um, he was he spoke out against this movie a lot after it came out. Because really? he, he was like, it's way too violent. 
Which, it's weird, because people are like, well, if that was the case, why did you agree to do it? Because you knew what you were getting into. Like, I mean, did you see the first one? Yeah, right? But, I mean, like, he was he was not about it. He even requested that his character not be super violent in the movie. And he's not, he's definitely not the most violent in the movie. But he's the most violent Jim Carrey's ever gotten, so. I Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Why would you? What's his reasoning for that, I wonder? I, I, I think it's something to do with, like, he doesn't want his granddaughter to see him like that or something. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just like, uh, no more violence, you know, yeah, right. but, I don't know. Uh, yeah, moving on, uh, Riddick, so. That was in 2013, was it? Oh, okay, that's right. The re- the re- the comeback. Yeah. Um, that they abandoned immediately. Yeah, right? God, that was 2013, wow. Oh, okay, here we go. Gravity. Okay, yeah. Uh, wait, do you want to talk about Riddick first? Because I didn't see it, but did you see oh, it? Uh, yeah, but there's not much to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Dave Bautista's in it. He's really Really? Cool. Yeah. Carl Urban, I'm seeing, is in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, Gravity. Yeah. So, one of the best hour and a half you could ever have in your life, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, Donna, have you seen this? I actually have not, but I really want to oh dude so uh it's so Sandra, unfortunate it's that you Sandra can't Bullock, right? yeah it's so unfortunate you can't see it in theater and 3d yeah like if I you mean, were if you, if you wait long enough this is definitely one of those movies that they'll keep re-releasing yeah I, I hope they re-release it in 3d because it is the only movie that watching it in 3d actually enhances the experience yeah. yeah it it i was so lucky to see that my grandparents like were like you let's go see this and I was like, okay, thank you, thank you, let's go see it. Because I, I was, like, desperate to see watch movies. Because my parents never took me to see movies. My grandparents always did. Right. So they, thank, thank God I was I got to go see this. Um, God, it is so good. Um, it's super good. It's, like I said, one of the best hours and hour and a half you can have in your life. I'm going to put that on my, my list right now. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely kicks off the, uh, the resur- resurgence of, like, space movies. And, like, probably the reason we have, like, Interstellar and Ad Astra and, like, all these movies that came after it. And, uh, yeah, Alfonso Cuaron is, uh, never done a bad movie. I'll say that right now. He has not done a bad movie yet. All of his movies have been awesome. That's a bold claim. I mean, let's go through them real quick. Okay. Um, so, Etu Mama Tabian, I haven't seen that one. That's the only one I haven't seen. But Children of Men, Mm -hmm. Gravity... Roma. Roma, yeah. Uh, Roma is was like huge when it came out, um, and Roma is really good. I don't, I haven't connected to it the, the way a lot of people have, but uh, oh, Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban um, a lot of TV movies. Uh, I see. I haven't. Okay, so but the last like five movies he's made. Um, Roma, Gravity, documentary, documentary, Children of Men, mm-hmm. uh, Etu Mamien, uh, dude, I don't want a, I want a director credit. Give me that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Give me director credit. There we go. Okay, Roma, Gravity, Children of Men, yeah, because these are, um, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and, and, Etsu Mama. Yeah. So, I don't know about Etsu Mama Tambien, but I know everyone says that one's like super good too. Yeah, um, look like he's had like a bad score. Yeah. So far. Um, yeah, he's done these are shorts right here. 
So, Little Princess and Great Expectations and something called Solo Solo Contu. I, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Contu, something in Spanish. Pareja. There you go. That sounded better than what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I haven't seen those three, and I don't know anything about them, actually. So, I'd have to watch those before I say, like, he's never made a bad movie. But, mm-hmm. like I said, like, the last five movies he's made have been awesome. Yeah. Like, so good. I mean... I think Prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter movie. It's up there for me. My favorite is Half-Blood Prince, but... Ooh, you know, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Um, you know, I, I grew up... It. Quick aside on Harry Potter. I, I grew up not even loving Harry Potter, honestly. Oh, yeah? Like, I watched all of them, and I went to see them, some of them in theaters, but... Actually, I was the last one in theaters. Uh, no, I saw... Half-Blood Friends, too. But, uh... So I saw the last three in theaters. But I thought... I never, like, was, like... You weren't, like, like a big... Like a super... I saw all of them, but I wasn't, like... Oh, my God. Like... Right. I wasn't a huge fan or something. Like, I was a Star Wars or something Mm -hmm. like that. So... I don't know. I never was like, these are super awesome movies. I think these are like masterpiece movies. Like, I never thought of them as like great movies. Like, I just thought of them as good, like, Harry Potter movies. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're all good movies of versions of themselves. Um, and, but I, I want to rewatch them and try and think of them in movie terms. Because Prisoner of Azkaban is like such a departure from the first two. Because the first two are Christopher Columbus uh, making them. And they're really good. I think the first two are really good. They're long, but they're really accurate to the book. Oh, yeah. And they're super good, I think, um, for what they are. Um, And they have a look about them that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. The others kind of lost. They they in favor of a more, like, CGI look. Mm -hmm. And they still look good. They still look fine. But Prisoner of Aston is super good. Um... And yeah, we should we should move on. Uh, I'm sorry, man. No. Um, uh, so gravity, yeah, that's that's in my top ten. Um, I have nine now. So. Oh, you're getting uh, close. Under the skin. Oh, have no. you heard about this movie? No. So this is Scarlett Johansson gets naked. But. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is like this is what everyone knows it for. But it's also filmed interestingly, where she's kind of she's an alien. And mm-hmm. she's trying to learn how to be human, I guess. And she's trying to learn how to have relationships. So, uh, she goes to pick up guys. Now, these scenes where the where she goes to pick up guys, they're real. Like, she really goes to pick up guys. Um, like, Scarlett Johansson goes to out in Ireland and goes to pick up guys. Okay. And they film it from, like, a truck or something. And, like, so there's no script, no nothing. She just tries to get them to come with them. If she can, if she can get them into the truck, then they let them in on it, right? All the people that she brought in, then they write the scenes they wrote later on. They're actually in the movie. Okay. So these random people are just randomly in a movie that Scarlett Johansson picked up are in a movie now, and she they got to see her naked. That's so what? That's so bizarre. It is. Yeah, it's a weirdly made movie. Um, <laughs> and apparently they're supposed to be like when they when she gets them back to the apartment some weird stuff happens and it's like alien like crazy stuff mm-hmm. it's supposed to be a really ambiguous movie um uh kind of like uh 
uh, what was the Natalie Portman movie? Uh, uh, Abomination? No. Uh, oh, where she's like in the. Uh... It's like the movie about cancer. Uh, and at the end, she sees that weird. What's that? At the end of that movie. Well, Donna, what's that movie? The Natalie Portman movie where uh, they go into the weird, like, field of... Like the spore thing, and they fight that weird bear. Yeah, they fight the weird bear. It's got Gina Rodriguez in it. It's not Abomination. Um, It's, um... Annihilation. Annihilation, thank you. Annihilation. I've never seen it. No, we watched it together, Donna. Did we? Yeah. I honestly don't remember. Um, yeah, Annihilation is, uh... It's yeah. It's kind of like, well, how would you describe the ending? What's the word for that? Is it ambiguous? I don't think it's ambiguous. It's I, um. I don't know about it. Maybe um. It's uh, it's like a, a absurd. No, it's um. Whatever word means like open to interpretation. Yeah, it's supposed to be like. Yeah, open like, to it, like because like it just like tells a weird. So that's what this is supposed to be like when she okay. gets the hu- when she gets like the humans back to the, the apartment. Uh, I don't know why I said humans, but <laughs> when she gets them back to the apartment, stuff like that happens, and like stuff you can't quite understand happens. That's from what I've gathered, and it's supposed to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it though. Ricky, so. are, are you an alien too? Humans, yes. Yeah, I am. I am human. Okay, that seems like a completely human response. I'll take it. Uh, are you not? Oh, here we go, prisoners. Prisoners, my uh, favorite human movie. My favorite human. <laughs> my favorite who man movie. Oh yeah, this is going top ten for me. Yeah, I then, love this. movie. All right, so I have ten now. So if I see one, I have to. I have, have to make some really tough choices. Yeah, I have to make some choices. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, prisoners. Yes. Um, I think we've talked about this in a previous podcast, but. Oh, yeah. Um, oh my god, I love this movie. Um, it's been, I've had more time to sit on it, and it's just so good. Yeah. Um, the, the mystery is there, the evil is there, the, the weird, or not weird, but the thriller, creepy stuff is there. Oh, and it's, the ending, perfect. Yeah. I don't I don't often say an ending is perfect cuz it's hard to get a really perfect ending, but this has got a perfect ending. I love it cuz it if they had cut it like 10 seconds sooner it wouldn't have been. But there's that second time he hears it and he like he goes no way. Like yeah, it, yeah. it's just there's a there's this look on his face and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. It make it gives me chills just mm-hmm. want, thinking about it. And I love it. And it's and yeah, if you if you're gonna watch that movie for anything, it's the ending. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It's such a. It's it's not even like. I don't know. It's just perfect. There's nothing super incredible about it, but. It just wraps up really nicely. It, yeah. It yeah. just really. Yeah, it's perfect. I, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to go any further than that. I love it. Uh, I love it. Mm. Ooh, Twelve Years a Slave. Oh yeah, of course. I mean. Yeah, this one's a difficult movie. Yeah. This is uh very important. Uh hard watch. It's very hard. Very hard watch. I don't think I'll watch it again. No, I think one was enough for me. I yeah. I, 
And the reason it's hard is because it's been so long on the certain parts. Mm-hmm. And there, that one shot I'll never get out of my head is that minute, two minute long shot of him struggling to stand while yeah. he's getting hanged. Yeah. And it's like, usually after, after a couple seconds they cut. Right. But the fact that they sit on it and they make him that you they make you watch him struggle. Yeah, it's on purpose, obviously, but also very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Any scene with Michael Fassbender is like he does such. He makes me feel dirty. Yeah. Yeah, like like not that he's supposed to be you, but also he makes you still feel dirty. Right. Like. He's just evil, he, man. He is fucking evil. Yeah. I don't know how a man plays someone that evil. <laughs> yeah, like, he reaches a new level of evil that is just, like, you don't really see... Like, the only other time I've kind of seen that is um, uh, Schindler's List. Um, that dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I won't... I won't remember his name, but Voldemort in that in that movie is just pure evil. Oh, oh, uh, Ralph Ralph Fiennes or yeah. Fiennes or whatever. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Some I I was actually just reading a fact about that movie. Uh, someone who actually went through like the events of Schindler's List uh, was like on set and they they saw like him like in costume and everything like in his getup. And he looks so similar, and like his even his mannerisms were so similar that they actually couldn't like they they just couldn't be in the room with him. I would imagine no, yeah. like no, he's he's one of those actors who he gets in a role, he means it. Yeah, like he means business when he gets in a role. Right, um, and like he'll fucking bring it. Uh, and yeah, he fucking brought it for that. <laughs> yeah. that. He's evil in that movie, but Michael Fassbender is definitely a contender, dude. Yeah. How am I gonna choose what to get rid of? Because I have to put this on there. Yeah. Um, I think I still have a slot. Well, you got anything else you want to say about that? Oh, no, no. just like... um, You know what? I will say, I don't think Brad Pitt needs to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. No. I think that really... What an odd choice to put him in that movie. Like, Especially depicting him the way they did. Mm-hmm. It's just like... You got a, you got a white knight in there. Like, right. what the fuck? Like, I get maybe that was the only way to get someone free the back then but and sure maybe that's historically correct but the way you went about it was like yeah it's just kind of like like it's you like said, it, 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 it is steam mcqueen's like black too and like i don't know <laughs> I don't, maybe that has no bearing i don't know i don't know for sure but uh it just seemed really it, it seemed really strange um <laughs> no i agree uh but yeah that's all, all i got to say 12 years of slave is a a very important movie you should all see it it's it's hard watch but you should watch yeah, it yeah watch it at least once mm-hmm. um because it's important yeah. um night moves this has jesse eisenberg in it i haven't seen it though me either uh D- dakota fanning uh yeah oh also uh speaking of ralph finds the invisible woman have you seen this no i have heard of it though uh yeah felicity jones um tom hollander not holland hollander no. uh, who, uh who was the Bad guy in the second and third parts of the Caribbean, not Davy Jones, like the human bad guy. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, I that's that guy. Name. I always he's the guy. He's always been in movies. I just never bothered to remember. Yeah, he's just kind of there. <laughs> that seems so bad to say. <laughs> uh, do you recognize Thousand Times Good Night? No, I only know this because it's got Coster Waldo in it. Oh yeah, Jamie um, Lannister. It's got Jamie Lannister in it. Um, we are the best. Have you heard of those? Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Okay. 
Philomena, have you seen this? No. Oh, dude. Another Steve Keegan movie I haven't seen. This is... Yeah. Oh, is it top ten material? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how what, what this beats, though. I gotta take it out. I gotta take um, Star Trek Into Darkness out. Oh, man. Uh-oh, man. No, Philomena, uh, yeah, you should, you should watch this movie. Uh, it is, it's, so this lady, she wants to find her son. She gets, um, uh, what's, what's that, that show, The Handmaiden. She gets basically handmaiden. Okay. Um, she has a kid, but she can't have it. Um, she and but she finds a way to like let it survive, and she it get, it goes to America. And uh, she he he ends up in America, right? Okay. Um, so she finds out she he ended up in America somewhere, and so she goes to to America with Steve Coogan, who's a, a reporter, uh-huh. journalist, and they help they find him together, right? Um, and then like. They find him, and more stuff happens, and it's it becomes about like why Judy Dench forgives forgives the people for what they did to her because like it's a whole like religion ruined your life like mm-hmm. why do you still believe in it why mm-hmm. do you like and like you know that's why that's Steve Coogan's position like um, she's like everything that has happened to you is because of religion why I don't understand why you like. He's like, like he. That's why he's so attached to it. Like, cause he's really trying to understand. But she has this, this forgiveness about her. She doesn't, she doesn't hate. She doesn't hate at all. And she has one moment in the movie where she goes, "Aren't you tired? Aren't you just tired?" And it's the same thing that happens in the help. Yeah. Uh, that you know, she goes, "Aren't you tired, <laughs> Miss Hilly?" Yeah. And. Uh, so yeah, it's a really powerful moment, and Judy Dench is really good in it. Okay. Uh, and Steve Coogan's really good in it. It's top ten material for me. For me personally, I don't. It might not be top ten for a lot of people, but I. It has a lot of good in it for me, and a lot of stuff I like about movies. It has great dialogue, great acting between two characters. I love watching two characters act together and have interesting conversation throughout a movie. Like that's what I love the mo- love most about watching like people act is when they talk and have great dialogue together and they have every scene with them is a lot like that Mm -hmm. um is there's great writing everywhere so yeah um i very much recommend philomena okay uh i had to watch that for a film class and uh i'm very glad i did i have to check it out for sure Ooh, rush have you seen this yeah yeah i gotta see this man it's good yeah it's really good uh yeah i mean i can't add to this conversation but I've, I've always wanted to. I like Ron Howard. I like Thor. So I don't think it's gonna be top ten for me, but I did. I did enjoy it when I saw it. It's. A, I have to see it again though, because it's another one I saw when it came out, and I was kind of young. All right, we're on the last. Um, well, um, on the last three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, out of like eleven hundred. So, um, ooh, lock. Oh shit, bro. I haven't seen this one. I got too many top tens. <laughs> too many good movies in this year. It looks like the latter half was really was where it's at. Well, it usually is, right? Yeah. Um, Locke is... Um, so Donna's seen this movie. Do you remember Locke? Yeah. Locke is really good. Um, 
You you say so too? Yeah, I'd say so. Takes place entirely in a car. It, really? Yeah, it reminds me of this other Ryan Reynolds movie called Buried. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, like, because Buried takes place from a coffin where yeah. he's buried six feet underground alive. <laughs> That one, that movie gave me claustrophobia. I yeah, keep wanting to watch it, and then it's I'm like, wait, I remember what that's about. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I think you have told me about Locke before, because I remember you telling me how impressed you were that the entire, like, people get in and out of the car, or, like, he'll he'll drive, but, like... No one gets in and out of the car. No one gets in and out. Uh, he... He makes a decision at the beginning of the movie that affects the rest of his life, uh-huh. but he has to tell everyone about it so he sleeps with someone um that's not his wife like nine months ago Mm -hmm. and she's given birth tonight Mm -hmm. and he decides at the very beginning of the movie if he's gonna go left or right and he goes right Mm -hmm. um because that means he's gonna meet up with this lady instead of go home and ignore this um this calling and just right and it's all driven because he didn't want to be like his dad right and they say I've heard people say that it was a dumb decision, but it was so driven because he doesn't want to be like his dad. He is so willing to ruin everything his life has become just because he did not want to end up being like his dad. He wanted to be there for this kid. Right. Um, so he ruins his marriage. He ruins chances with his job. Um, you know, stuff like that. And all through this... And he has to make some of the most difficult phone calls. Like, like he has to call his wife and you're like, he has to tell her what's going on. And it's so, like, un- it's so uncomfortable to watch. Like, I don't know how, like, a man does that. Right. Like, God, it was so uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable to watch him, like, just ruin his marriage, like, on the phone like that. Oh, shit. Like, and not only that, there's a huge job in his, um, that's, he, he pours concrete. Mm-hmm. And there's supposed to be a huge site that they're going to be doing the next day, right? And somehow they make that interesting. Um, they make that really interesting. So all this shit's going on at the same time, and it's really impressive. Mm-hmm. It's just so impressive. And um, it takes place at over an hour and a half, which is how long the drive actually takes. So it's even more impressive than that ride. Wow. Like, the entire ride, you could actually watch it. Like, it's so... It's really impressive. Oh, dude, I really want to watch this now. I, that sounds really interesting. Um... God, am I gonna take something out to watch? Yeah, I'm gonna take Oblivion out. Um, I think Oblivion isn't as good as this. Hmm. Uh, Stray Dogs, have you heard of this? Uh, no. Okay. But I have heard of Horns. Horns, yes. Daniel Radcliffe. So, yeah. he has just finished Harry Potter, and he yeah. wants to do horror. Yeah, I remember. That's kind of what everyone was talking about. It's like, he's finally out of, like, this movie franchise. It's pretty much become his life right yeah like he is harry potter and this was like the first movie he did like right out of that and it's like a, a i think it was this or woman in, black, woman in black oh did he did woman in black first i think so because we, we just talked about that yeah. one yeah i think we talked about that in 2012 or something but uh yeah no uh, daniel radcliffe yeah yeah this movie is really weird like, it's a comedy yeah i'm seeing i thought it was actually more horror it's it's not like a straight up horror, but okay. I mean it is still a horror movie. But it's uh it's got horror. Tra- okay, I understand. Yeah. It's weird that they call it a crime drama, though. I don't really know if I'd put it in 
interesting in either of those categories. And, and not say horror, that that's yeah. a little weird. Um, Alright, yeah. Um, is it worth watching? Um, is he good in it? He is good in it, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd say it's... It's a it's a fun like Netflix movie or popcorn movie. You okay. Know? Yeah, it's enjoyable. Okay. Um, moving on. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, there are so many good me- movies this year. That's going top ten for sure. <coughs> I gotta take this as the end out. Uh, Dallas. Oh, uh, really? Unfortunately for me, let's see. This is where it's gonna suck because for me the. The drama movies are always going to beat out the the comedy movies. The, yeah. Even no matter how good the comedy like this is the end is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I I I can't say it's better than Dallas Buyers Club. Right. You know. <laughs> you know I just can't. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Because Dallas Buyers Club is so good. That's uh, a hard argument to even make. You know, and it's, um, yeah. And when it comes down to it, when when we have to pit these movies together, it's going to suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's what, and what we're gonna have to make some weird decisions on why what we're gonna do. So, um, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. So um, we'll talk about it real quick. Matthew McConaughey is a hustler. Uh, let's see. Well, let's just read the synopsis. In 1985, Dallas electrician and hustler Ron Woodruff works around the system to help AIDS patients get get the medication they need after he is diagnosed with the disease. So yeah, um, it's it's very much like there's an arc for this character. He seems very selfish in the beginning, but he becomes the most unselfish person by the end of it. By the end of it, it's so. Uh, it's very moving and it's very powerful to see him just for no other reason even though he has to deal with it himself and he needs this medicine too he works so much harder than he needs to just so everyone else can have it too oh yeah and he goes out of his way to help people i mean he's i mean he's re- he's a good person in this movie he's a really good person um and it's it's worth watching just to watch McConaughey do it. Jared Leto's really good in this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Zahn, Jennifer Garner, uh, they're all great. Uh, I don't know this director, Jean-Marc Vallée. I don't know him by name. Uh, Demolition. Okay, I recognize that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I don't recognize that. Oh, he did Sharp Objects. Okay, uh, that was that HBO show with uh, Amy Adams. Mm, Big okay. Little Lies, okay, he did a little bit of that. Cool. That's good to know. We learned something. Yeah. Uh, Those seem to be his biggest projects. Interesting, yeah. He, uh, what If? Wow, in, right out in another uh, Daniel Radcliffe movie. I have not seen this one. Oh, I've seen a scene from this. And Zoe Kazan. Interesting. This is, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, but there's like this scene where Adam Driver just yells, I'm making fucking nachos! Like, I just had sex and now I'm eating not like something like that. Oh, <laughs> wait, I gotta see this. <laughs> wait, you won me, now I have to watch this movie. Well, I've never seen it, but I I've just seen it I didn't know Adam Driver scene. was in it. Yeah. Wow, like, that's crazy. I just had sex and now I'm eating fucking nachos. Like, I Kylo no Ren and Harry Potter are in the same movie. Right? I'm eating fucking nachos! <laughs> I gotta see this now. Uh, no. Uh, moving on. Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom. Uh, I, seen it. I have seen this one. Uh, it's a biography. Um, 
Right. It's a little long. Idris Elba is very good. Uh, it just tells uh, Mandela's uh, Mandela's uh, journey, and I kind of connected to it. I really liked his journey. Uh, his uh, his character. I really liked his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who he was and how uh, vigilant he was, and uh, it was inspirational. Uh, I don't think the movie is as inspirational as the man is, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it tells an interesting story, and it tells his story probably pretty accurately. So, uh, moving on. Uh, oh my god! Another Denis Villeneuve. Wow, same year. Interesting. Prisoners and Enemy in the same year. Wow, that's quite a resume, dude. Jake Gyllenhaal was busy with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't love this movie. It's it's long, even for ni- a ninety minute movie. It feels long. Mm-hmm. Is that is that me? Wait. No, no, I get what you're saying. It it doesn't feel like it's ninety minutes. I didn't even realize it was. It it go. I mean, it's slow. I mean, yeah. it takes its time. It's it's trying to tell a a different. It's not interested in, te- in telling a a fast story or right. a story in general. It wants to fuck with you basically <laughs> it's a very different like if you see prisoners and then expect enemy to be the same thing it's not yeah you'd be disappointed yeah it's like, enemy is story. one of his more abstract movies mm-hmm. uh, that's the word i was looking for abstract abstract that's oh my god wow <laughs> randomly abstract movies yeah this is one of those especially the last shot i will say the last shot's really good oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't know what that means at all but i i watched it like four times um because it's a it's a great last shot um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't. That's not my top ten. Uh, no, no, moving no. on, Oculus. Uh, I didn't Karen see this Gillen. One, but I heard of it. I've seen it. How yeah. is it? Not bad. I mean, it's your average horror. Nebula is in it. Uh, okay, cool. Moving on, uh, the Green Inferno. Eli Roth. Man, there was a lot of controversy surrounding this movie. Oh yeah, I didn't watch it. I I can't do Eli Roth and Rob Zombie. Their stuff is just so yeah. Ugh, so gory. Eli Roth, yeah. I, he Eli Roth can make like normal movies too, but even his normal like because he did a Keanu Reeves movie uh, where two girls come in oh, and like yeah. knock knock yeah yeah that was I was gonna say knocked up but that didn't sound right <laughs> uh, knock knock no um that one was uh everyone said that was terrible though uh, moving on August Osage County. This is a good movie. Um, the Metacritic score does not say so, but this is a really good movie. Uh, wow, that's actually a lot lower than I'd expect it to be. Hmm. This is acted brilliantly. Uh, okay, so um, this is a, it's a it's a play. It's based off a play, so most of it takes place in one one in like this girl's house, and it's just a drama of like this this it's a family drama. Um, I can't remember exactly everything that's going on, but the relationships between everyone and the way it's played out, God, it's, it's, it's an acting powerhouse. Hmm. There is, and there's, there's a scene in there where the girl's like, there's a little girl, they're all eating food, and they're all like, she's like, I don't want to eat, I don't like eating pigs because, uh, you know, the last thing they felt is fear so i'm eating fear or something like that <laughs> like so because like imagine like the last lad you don't want that into a room 
where and you see like all a bunch of blood everywhere. You gotta have fear in you, right? Right. Right at that point, and then you see nothing but a machete and a guy about to use it on you. You gotta feel fear, right? So imagine it does it. She's like she brings this argument: fear excretes chemicals into your body. Right mm-hmm. when you die, imagine I'd imagine those those chemicals stay there or something. <laughs> so she's like, I don't eat meat because it's, I'm eating fear or something like that. What and an it's, interesting point. She had some weird, yeah. Um, I wouldn't put this in my top ten. I don't think that's a hard and it's close though. Uh, it might even be better than some of the movies I have on there already, but. Yeah, it's it's good though. Uh, an acting powerhouse. I don't remember exactly the story of the plot, but it, it, there's a lot of like family drama basically, and it's mm-hmm. good. I have to check it out for sure. Uh, the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, the family. Have you seen this? Oh, I have. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, I have. It's a Luke Besson movie. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's straight. I didn't realize it was a comedy when I when I watched it. Oh yeah. Because I didn't see what genre it was. I watched it on uh, Netflix or something, and all I saw was it was Robert De Niro. Uh, it was called The Family. It looked like uh, a Goodfellas kind of movie. Like it looked like a yeah an Italian like mob boss. It's a, movie. I'd imagine it's like a comedy. Goodfellas though. Pretty much. It's, it's, less serious Goodfellas. It's like it's like a. It's like a world where if Robert De, Niro, De Niro's character from The Goodfellas retired, right? Yeah. Like, if he got old and retired. So, because uh, Robert De Niro plays a, uh, a mob boss, or a former mob boss, uh, and he's, you know, he's got a family, he's getting older, so he strikes a deal with the FBI and basically rats on, like, all of his old compatriots. So he needs to... Uh, uh, he basically needs to get relocated, so he goes to this uh, this town with his family. They change their last name and everything. Uh, and most of the comedy is just them trying to act like a normal family when they're like a mafia family. Okay. Or like a, the wife goes to goes to the store and she hears the some of the customers and the clerk like talking shit about her. So she like she like she like blows up not blows up the store but like blows up one of their cars or something. <gasps> Uh, and they're just like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, you know. But um, I think, like, the mafia catches wind that he's here. So then it starts to turn into, like, a action comedy. Because then, like, the family has to protect themselves. Uh-huh. Um, definitely not going to make my top ten. But it, it surprised me. Because I, I, I just watched it one day. Like, I had heard nothing about it. Okay. Yeah, but it's interesting. No, I remember this movie coming out. Um, Dad told me to watch it. He liked it, but uh, I did not. I, I did not watch it. So, mm. uh, moving on. Insidious Chapter Two. Mm. Uh, I like this one. Uh, this was I actually saw this one first. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and I, I I like this one. This is like the last of the good ones. Yeah, it's um, it's just as good as the first one. Honestly, like it, it hits a lot of the same beats as the first one, but. It still has a different story to tell, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because Patrick Wilson is like uh, a bad guy <laughs> this yeah. time. This time around, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, 
and it's uh, that that aspect was uh, really cool. Mm-hmm. And Rose Byrne is great, and uh, man, James Wayne is uh, like I said, I feel like he's a master of just like putting horror in, in the background. Like oh, he yeah. can just like scare the fuck out of you without like pay, making you pay any without bringing any attention to it in the right. movie. So. I, the one shot I always remember is Rose Byrne. She's walking through the fucking. Uh, I think we've talked about this, but uh, she's walking through the house, and every now and then you see a, a fucking lady either standing there or walking by, and she's not picking up on it at all. And the movie's yeah. not bringing by, and it's it's fucking awful. Like, cause like there's no rhyme or reason to when she's gonna show up, right. but like she just sh- she shows up in every fucking room, right? And you're like, ah, god damn it! Yeah, and the movie never like calls attention to it like yeah. it should, you know? And like, yeah, like I feel like he's done that many many times, and and um, and yeah, it's it sucks. <laughs> I, I hate that. It's like, ah, god damn it! Stop it! Uh, moving on. Shrek the musical. Oh my god. Uh, Donna, have you seen this? Actually, I've... Well, I haven't seen the whole thing from beginning to end. Um, I've only seen a couple of, like, the musical numbers. But actually, like, it's not that bad. Sarah and Kaylin really, really like it. Yeah, Sarah and Kaylin. And they're really big musical snobs. Yeah, they are. And they really like it. I hear this one and the Spongebob musical are actually not bad at all. Yeah, they really like the Spongebob musical, too. Yeah, they... Oh, yeah, because... I've heard they're both excellent. You know, though, that Sarah only says that, though, because, like, no one's paid attention to the to either of those, and probably, and they are in the forefront, like, they're Hamilton. They're actually pretty, they're actually pretty successful, as far as I know. Yeah, but, like, but, like, um, no one's talking about the, the, the like, uh, the Spongebob or the, oh, the, the Spider-Man yeah, no or the... Same yeah. way they're talking about Hamilton. Yeah, no one like like <laughs> or tw- or Wicked or anything like that. Uh, like it's and to the average like not theater goer or not theater musical walk goer. Uh, like you probably look at the to the the Shrek musical and go Jesus no I'm good okay <laughs> and and I'm sure Sarah and. I'm sure Sarah. The only reason why Sarah and Kalen love that shit so much is because of, because of that reasoning. Maybe. Very hipster. Yeah, they're incredibly hipster. They're snobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. yeah, if you're listening to this, lie. Sarah. If you're listening to this, Sarah syrup. You're snobby. <laughs> Snara. All right. Machete kills. I didn't see this one. I've only seen the first machete. I haven't seen any of the machetes. <laughs> Uh, moving on. Are the, are the first ones any good? The first Machete? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's, uh... I think it also fits under that 80s action hero. Oh, yeah. But with a little bit of Western, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might watch it because it's Danny Trejo and it's, like, classic, but... It's super grotesque, like... Yeah, no, I, that's another thing I've heard, too. It's gory as hell, like, Jesus. Oof. So, this is a doozy. Oh, Captain yeah. Phillips. You've seen this, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. This is mm. really good. It is. And it's like, it is, it's nonstop going. Even when he gets in that boat, uh, well, actually, that's a lie. It, it, it's going and going and going until he gets into the lifeboat with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, they, then it kind of slows down at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still kind of gripping, and then, man, the last, like, five minutes of that movie 
Oh yeah, are just unbelievable. Uh, it just it it it's horrible because it humanizes them, mm-hmm. and it is it's so horrible because it's like oh you're finally starting to like like them even a little bit, and. You like the one guy who got the, like the Oscar attention. Um, I'm the captain now. That yeah. guy, he, he got. You you like him from the beginning almost, um, for whatever reason. Um, you kind of like him, but the others you start to like feel for because they're just like they're doing this because they have to, right? Right. And um, he's he uh, uh, Captain Phillips, uh, Tom Hanks, he. He even start starting to like feel for them, right? He's and then sympathize a lot. Yeah. And oh, dude, the final scene. I, I'm gonna give it away. Yeah, because this this whole movie is about this final scene for me. Yeah. For me, like it, it's super good all the way through, and it's super tense all the way through. But the final scene is what it's all about for me. Uh, he he finally gets rescued. I won't say how, but that how he gets rescued is also really fucking crazy. Like, I don't know how accurate it is, but how um tense it is is real like yeah. it's super real like do you remember that donna which movie uh captain phillips which part of um, the last scene the last they're scene w- when they're rescuing him and they're like trying to find all line up a shot and god and like they're also this close to like shooting him themselves and yeah. like god it's like so on edge and then it all happens and they pull Captain Phillips on board, and he just breaks. Like, I mean, he has a he has the most human reaction I've ever seen him, like a character have. He like he like breaks down. Like he just emotionally just can't handle it anymore. Like he's yeah. been keeping it together, and now like he's still there, all there. Like he's t- like because the lady's like, I need you to answer my questions. Like this, this, and that. Like. Like, she's being a doctor, right? She's, like, asking him questions. She's asking him to, like, stay with her. And, like... But, like... And he's staying there. And he's answering her questions. But, like, on the surface, this man has lost lost it. Like, he is just, like, so fucking broken right there. And it's... And I don't know why, but... God, it's so so good. I think that makes the movie for me. Oh, for sure. Um, Yeah, you got anything to say? Well, I was gonna say, um, the guy who got the Oscar attention. Did you know that he actually like he hasn't acted since? No, he doesn't have any. I think he has like one or two things. Well, yeah. he because after that he just went back to to his hometown and like he works in like his brother's like uh-huh. fish market or something. Yeah, I think that I just think that's crazy. I think it's because like he also just didn't get a lot of uh, roles like offers afterwards. No, I mean I don't think he was. I don't think he's an he's an actor. No, he, I mean, like that was just a. Specific I don't think he thing. wanted. I don't think he. That's something he ever wanted either. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so weird to for your first role, first and possibly only role to be like, Oscar worthy. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and that then you got to ask like how much of that is is uh, um, fucking how much of that is uh. The, the director, you know? Oh, right, yeah. You know what, though? He is in that... He's he's one of the... He's a guard in... Uh, uh, the Town. Is he? Yeah. Uh, is it... The Town? Oh, well, then I guess he's not in The Town. Hmm. I'm an idiot. Oh, it looks like he did a little bit more than just Captain Phillips, but it really looks like... That was his biggest one. 
Yeah, because they pulled him from that village. Like, they pulled all that crew from that village. Yeah. Like, that, they shot all that shit on location. Yeah. Uh, and those were real people. Those were, like... Like, those are people who probably done that shit before, too. Oh, yeah. Like, let's not... Let's be real. Like, they had probably done that stuff before, in the, and, um... Knew what they were, like, getting into, but, yeah. uh... Who knows? Uh... Yeah, Captain Phillips was really good. Uh, I just put that on my top ten. Uh... I, I, I took, uh... I'm gonna take Blue Ruin out for mm-hmm. this movie. Man, I'm taking out so many good movies to replace it with other good movies. It sucks. <laughs> um, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Have you seen this? No. Just the, I've only seen one scene. And it's that, uh, the scene where he's playing like the guitar. And he's playing uh, Space Oddity by David Bowie. Okay. Have you seen it? No, I haven't oh, seen okay. it. Oh, uh, okay. No, I've heard, like... I was not interested in this movie at all, but... People like say it's like actually not bad. Yeah, they say it's a really fun one. Uh, so I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen it, so I'd have to check it out. But yeah, same. Uh, moving on. Um, Carrie. I've seen this one. It's definitely not gonna make top ten for me. Yeah, no, I I haven't even seen the original. Honestly, this one's like, it's almost a shot for shot, the same way that that Psycho. Oh really? Remake was yeah. Interesting. Like they don't really do anything different. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Her. Oh no. Oh man, really? Oh no. This is yeah. This is gonna be the first. I mean, this time has I have to, to go decide. on there, but I just don't know what to replace it with. Cause now I'm actually out of shit to replace it with. I think I have ten. Hold on. Oh yeah, I do. This is not good. Well, I'm getting rid of Oblivion because that was on mine. And I'm definitely putting her. I've seen I've seen this movie like like ten times. I've seen it once and it it broke my heart at the end of it. And every time I see it, it still breaks my heart. This is such a good movie. It's wild, right? I think my when this was coming out, my dad was like, like really, they're making a movie where a guy falls in love with a, and I was like, (laughs) well, that's the point, right? Like, like like, let's explore that idea because like that's not so crazy of an idea anymore, especially now, like. It's not so great, and in the future, that'll probably be like a real thing, right? Um, so Joaquin Phoenix, uh, he's lonely, and he develops a relationship with this AI, and um, Chris Pratt's in this movie. Uh, Amy Adams is in this movie. Rooney Mara. He gets on a date with uh, some other famous chick. Uh, he can't seem to connect with anyone but this this uh, Scarlett Johansson voice girl, um, who was originally someone else and did the entire movie, and then they replaced her. Oh wow! I yeah, replaced her. it with Scarlett Johansson, um, and Scarlett Johansson somehow acts with her voice in this movie. Acts oh, yeah. like like I know there's such a thing as voice acting, but I've never seen voice acting where you're only a voice, right? Like. I'm not not to this level. Like she has no like, there is no body for her. There is no like f- way to measure her expression other than her voice. Right. So she plays it incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, she she gets to the point where oh man, I don't even know how 
how far I want to go with this. No, like, like I, yeah, I'll probably stop it there. Like, he, he, and it's all about him, like, learning how to have a relationship with, uh, with it. And, God. Uh, yeah, no, I'll go for it. She, she becomes so advanced that, like, he can't, like, keep up with her. Right. Essentially. She's so advanced, like, she's only spending 4% of her effort and energy on him. Right. He even says that. And when she says when she when she said that the first time that was crushing. Yeah. That was so crushing to me. Like I was like, "Oh my god." Like I almost started crying right there. Right? And then like he leaves and I was like, "Oh, there it is." Like yeah. and I was like, "Oh my god." Like she uh he he like loses the only thing he ever loved. Like, well not ever loved, but the the first thing he's loved in so long. Yeah, like something he really connected with. And whether or not it was real is doesn't matter. This man felt something with it, and God, it was ripped from him. Like he just, God, it was. It's so heartbreaking, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's damn near perfect movie. Um, and I don't know if I want to watch it again because it's so fucking. The end of it is so heartbreaking. Uh, it's, yeah, dude. He, she, she breaks that man's heart. Yeah, and he, and the thing is, is he doesn't have a scene where he like breaks down and cries and throws shit at no he just like he takes it and he goes fuck you know i mean he's sad about it obviously but you know he doesn't have a big breakdown about it i mean right. it's a it's really that makes it even harder though because because like, you know he's carrying it he doesn't he right he oh god he carries it so hard and joaquin phoenix is this movie would not be good without him mm. if i mean anybody else, i mean johnny depp might be able to do something like this but no, Joaquin Phoenix was perfect for this role. And, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I love this movie. I love it. Love it. Love it. Um, God damn, what am I gonna replace it with? <laughs> uh, I can't replace Fruitvale. I can't replace. I guess I gotta get rid of Philomena. Yeah, I have to. Uh, it, this is better than Philomena. <coughs> All right. Um. Saving, saving Mr. Banks. Have you seen this? Uh, no. I have heard of it. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. This is uh, the Mary Poppins Walt Disney movie, right? Like, yeah. the guy who made Mary Poppins talks to Walt Disney or something. Uh, no. So, Walt, it's all about Walt Disney trying to convince uh, uh, the girl who wrote uh, P.L. Travers to let them make their her book. Right? Oh, uh, okay. Because P.L. Travers wrote, that, wrote Mary Poppins for her. She wrote it to save herself, basically. Okay. Um, I well, don't take me first. Don't quote me there, but that's how I kind of read it. Like, she wrote it's so personal. It's such a personal story for her, mm. even though it's written in a childlike manner. Um, that because like she had a she had a life that was pretty shitty, and she had she didn't have great parents, right. and like Mary Poppins was saved her. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't it wasn't real, but it was hers, you know. It was her savior, right? Um, and so, even though uh, Walt Disney pretends that, like, well, thinks he understands that, but like, and he doesn't, but he doesn't, you know. He mm-hmm. just really wants it because he she he believes the material is Disney, and it is. I mean, if you've seen if you've seen Mary Poppins, like, this material it's based off of is totally like Disney esque. You right. know, you can take it like and make it very Disney like, um, but. 
you know, she's she's it, and she's like, this is, I hate this. You know, she hates it. I mean, she's a despicable old woman too, but uh, at the same time, like, you gotta understand like where she's coming from too. Right. And uh, Tom Hanks as Walt Disney is really good. Uh, he's he plays it uh, pretty well. <laughs> uh, he tries very hard not to get frustrated with uh, P.L. Travers, and it's really funny to watch that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't re- exactly recommend this. It's pretty long. Uh, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, Freebirds. Have you seen this? No. God, this was the Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't realize that was a thing. Yeah, well, I didn't either. <laughs> oh my God, Thor Dark World. Oh, that's top ten for sure. I yeah, think. right? Yeah. Uh, no, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. Oh my God. Okay, we're starting to get some stinkers at the end of the year here. Yeah, all right. Um, Ender's Game. I still haven't seen this one. No, me neither. I didn't want to. Um, but apparently it's kind of good, actually. Out of the Furnace. Have you heard of this one? Um, it's got Christian Bale in it. Casey mm-hmm. Affleck, Zoe Saldana, Woody Harrelson. Wow. What a cast. Holy shit. Um, yeah, I haven't seen this. I want to check it out, though. Uh, supposed to be some action crime drama. Okay. Uh, oh. Frozen. Frozen, yeah. Yeah, this is out of... If we had uh, lesser movies in the year, uh, this probably might make the top ten at some point. Yeah. But But at the same time, no. (laughs) Because there are things about this I still don't love. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that it ends on the, the weird troll song and... Oh, yeah. I don't know why. There's, like, no music in the last half of it. Yeah, like, the troll song is, like, the very last one. And, like, I don't know... The second one's better. The second one is better. The second one's better. Like, I just don't know what to say. Like, I don't understand, like, people who say that the first one's classic, and I'm like, is it? Like, what about it is so... I mean, I mean, let it go, the the frozen stuff, you know, I'm frozen, blah, blah, blah. But, like, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Jonathan Groff is in this, which is uh, the king from uh, From Hamilton, Hamilton, yeah. yeah. Uh, Isn't he um, uh, Hans... I want to say. He's um, Kristoff. Is he? Mm-hmm. No way. He was also in Glee. I never watched Glee. Mm-hmm. My sisters are all about it. Yeah. All right, a couple more here. Uh, Hunger Games Catching Fire. Uh, I like this one. I think this was this one's the best one. Yeah, it is the best one. Oh, yeah, one for sure. It's got... Four, I guess, but... Near the... Oh, yeah, because they, they split... Because the, the only other good one is the first one, and this yeah. one's just slightly better than that one. Yeah. It's the best book, too. That oh, was yeah. in my opinion. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much more to say about this. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, I think, died during the filming of this. Yeah, I think did. so, too, yeah. Um, or no, maybe it was the third one. Yeah, because he's in that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Rip Philip Seymour Hoffman. God. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more I get exposed to Philip Seymour last week we talked about Charlie Wilson's war and how he stole that movie from me. The more I get exposed to that man, the more I'm like, God damn, like, I'm just now appreciating him now that he's dead. Like, yeah. it sucks. Like, I want, I want to, I wish he got to act more, because like, he's really good. Yeah. Um, Lone Survivor. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, Taylor Kitsch, Ben Fo- Foster. Ben Foster is really good in anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is, uh, yeah, in 2005. Marcus Luttrell and his team set out on a mission to capture or kill notorious Taliban leader Ahmad Shah 
Marcus and his team are left to fight for their lives in one of the most valiant efforts of modern warfare. Um, fucking spoiler alert: Mark Wahlberg's the only one who survives. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's in the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't not top ten material, no, but if you like, if you're an action junkie like me, it'll satisfy that button real quick. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, Oh, are we running out? Oh, tail. Uh, so we talked about it last week, but Kagu. Oh man, I have to put this in my top ten. What's another? Hard oh, fuck me! I hate oh, this year. Kaguya? I hate this year. <laughs> <laughs> this year sucks. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I, like, oh. Have you seen Princess Kaguya? I have not. This is one of like the three. It, that I have not uh, seen. The animation in it is... It's unique for me. It's unique from every other Miyazaki movie. Oh, uh, Ghibli the, movie. It's not Miyazaki. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Um, but it's it's definitely... It sets itself apart from the rest of... Uh, oh, Japanese, man. This is a heresy. Uh, collection, I'm sorry. Especially through its animation. Yeah. I'm very sorry. Um, I just took Fruitvale Station out. Oh, wow. Oh man, that was a hard one. That was a hard decision, but I have to put this movie on here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. I don't know if it's on. Is it on HBO Max? Yeah, it is. Yep. That's where okay, we watched okay. it. Yeah, this um, one, Porco Rosso, and The Wind Rises. I think those are the only three I have yet to see. Oh, those came out in the same year. Wind Rises and Porco Rosso. Damn. I haven't watched. Alright, uh, Wind Rises and Kaguya. Uh, and Kaguya, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Anchorman 2. Not gonna be top five, but really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it like unnecessary compared to the first one, or is it fine? I actually think it's a really good sequel. Like, okay. I think it definitely follows up. Well. Okay. Cool. Um, that because it's very rare that happens, you know. Yeah. Um, Homefront. This Jason is Statham. This is the movie I was talking about a long time ago, where James Franco is like the bad guy. Oh yeah 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 I remember that yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Oh shit, dude! Uh, yeah, he's like a drug lord, and like his family gets involved. It's so weird the way it ends. Like yeah. so, so weird. Is it good? It's yeah, no, okay. not really. Yeah. Oh man, I have to watch it. Um, the Hobbit: Desolation of Smog. I I don't know if that's gonna be top ten for me. You see that there's a ten there, but that's that's just hyped up me. <laughs> it's not. Uh... Yeah, I've 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 bitched about um, the Hobbit before. I'm not gonna go back into that. Oh yeah, I just can't. I just can't. Forty Seven <laughs> Ronin, one of the worst oh reviewed God, Keanu yeah. Reeves movies ever. I that's this is including uh, Ted, Ted and Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Yeah. Uh yeah, I have yet to see this one, but I've heard nothing but like terrible shit about, about it. Yeah. Like. Damn, Keanu Reeves did a bunch of bad movies and they'll <laughs> had a five year run five year run where he just did every bad movie possible. Oh yeah. Um The Wolf oh, of Wall Street. Man. This does I'm not putting this in my top ten. I don't have to. I, I can I, I can feel comfortable doing that. But let me, uh let me see what I have so far. But it's a good movie, don't get me wrong. It's a really fucking good movie. It's three hours though, so Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think there's room for it either. I have, like, a pretty a pretty solid list. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm going to take out The Purge. Yeah, I can... 
I can I can calmly I can firmly say that the Wolf of Wall Street is better than the Purge. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Wolf of Wall Street is great. It's about Jordan Belfort uh, and about being rich. <laughs> uh, American Hustle. I have not seen this movie, and I, I feel like if I ha- if I did, I'd probably put it in my top ten because it feels like one of my movies. Uh, you have seen it? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I think you would put it in your top ten. Jesus, I think uh, it's right up your alley. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to make a top ten part two for uh, 2013. <laughs> uh, grudge match. De Niro and Stallone fight in a fucking bo- boxing oh, match. Oh yeah, this is their comedy boxing movie. I didn't see this one, but I, I heard really bad things about it. Yeah, dude. Fucking the. The bull versus the uh, the wild stallion, the Italian yeah. stallion. Yeah, raging bull versus the Italian stallion. This was during yeah, twenty thirteen was that that era of like eighties action stars coming back and like doing doing like one last go of it, but it's yeah. also like a comedy version of it. Right, Red Two. Yeah, Expendables. Know? Expendables. Like, yeah. yeah. You ever wanted to see Stallone and Jet Li and? And Terry Crews and Arnold Schwarzenegger all in one big movie, just full of testosterone. Here you go. Nymphomaniac Part 1. Oh, I didn't see this. Oh, uh, Lars Von Trier. Um, man, you want to talk about creepy directors. Lars <laughs> Von Trier. Um, and Part 2, I guess, um, came out later that year. Lars Von Trier is a crazy person, man. Like, Really? Watch any of those movies and try and feel good about yourself. <laughs> uh, Hunter x Hunter the movie. I'm going to have to check that out. I haven't seen that. Uh, Sword Art Online, also the movie. Um, that's it. Awesome. All right. So, let's look at our list. Uh, drum roll, no drum roll. <laughs> Alright, so I'm just gonna go first. I have Kaguya, Her, Locke, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, 12 Years a Slave, The Wind Rises, Snowpiercer, Gravity, and Prisoners. Nice. Alright. What's up, Daddy Ollie? I'll tell you why. <clears throat> so I have Fruitvale Station, Her, The Great Gatsby, Wolf of Wall Street, This Is the End, Snowpiercer, Gravity, Prisoners, 12 Years a Slave, and The Dallas Buyers Club. All right, at least we got some of the movies I really wanted in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, again, once again, uh, once all these movies, once we're done going through all of these years, we will finally pin these movies up against each other and uh, painstakingly go through each one of them. <laughs> I can tell you right now, 2013 is... 2013 has been the hardest year so far. Such a tough contender, yeah. 2013 has been the hardest year so far. Yeah. Uh, man, there were a lot of good ones in there. Um, we might... Um, I have been playing around with the idea. I still want to do an episode where we talk about movies we've seen since then. And then I also want to do an honorable mentions. So, like, we'll do another top ten of movies we've seen since... Uh, since uh, we started this whole thing. And, like... Maybe our is top ten material, but didn't have the chance to do that because we we already passed the year and hadn't seen it yet. Uh, but yeah, um, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully we'll do that, and we will get and finish 
the best of the decade by the end of this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this will start releasing. Uh, I know if you're listening to this by now, it's already been releasing, but uh, I, I've been just stacking these up for the past month, a uh, few months now, and uh, I'm just now ready to start releasing them because I want to start getting on a regular schedule because the problem was is that we weren't getting on a schedule. So I figure if we can get like five in a row, we'll force ourselves to get on a schedule. So it will be like, backed up enough anyways because uh, uh, by the time this has come out this is our this will be a month after uh, at least a month after we recorded this so uh, yeah it'll be a while before we have to be recording them week to week again mm-hmm. so yeah um, thanks for listening uh, we are at I'm gonna check my movie how many movies I'm at uh, uh, my watch list is at 1100 movies 1101 movies oof watched a lot of movies yeah. such a loser <laughs> all right but uh yeah that's it um thanks for listening guys uh yeah that's the road to 10k i'm richard i'm adonis and uh thank you for listening you guys have a good one bye